Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Hello, welcome in. You are arriving at a new month. We are arriving at a new month, and I'm I'm just so grateful you're here with me. I I'm really digging doing some longer tarot readings. I love our daily. I love our daily so so much. Um, so hopefully you've been listening in. If you if if you've just been searching for podcasts and you happen to find this one, um, because you're you know looking for a tarot forecast for the upcoming month of April, 2022, then welcome. Um, hopefully you will hit subscribe and join me for my day to day readings on you know, energy of self-abandonment and energy of self-returning each day to kind of keep our spiritual channel, keep our connections, keep our heart, our mind, everything really clear and attuned to who we are so we can be an individual, enjoy individuality and connect in really compassionate, accepting ways. So um, let's get started. So let me just tell you a little bit about this Um a particular spread I'm going to be using for these monthly readings so that you are kind of prepared as I go in and start talking about them. So what I'm doing is I am energetically looking at your month. So while I may talk a little bit about divination and some things that might actually happen, remember that at least my philosophy and value is that this is about analysis and philosophy and energy. So while everything might not apply to you. Just really take what does really consider um, returning. Right now is a really good time. If you're listening to this, and you happen to have your phone in your hands to um, head to your alarm or your calendar and set a time on the 15th, and towards the end of the month, say the 29th or the 30th, to re-listen, take take another 20, 30 minutes and re-listen to your reading for the month and continue to reflect, continue to look at these themes, continue to widen your perspective and just really step back and take it all in. And then just a beautiful practice for the end of the month. So that's what I'm going to be doing with my own reading on here. Um, And I wanted to recommend it as a bigger practice for you. Okay. So the reading I'm doing is really based off my daily because I really wanted to still have a self-abandonment card energy of how we, we might lose ourselves this month or turn away from ourselves and how to really come back, turn back around, remember that we matter. And so I'm going to have a month self-returning card and self-abandonment card. Um, but At first, I'm also going to have a you card. So what's going on with you, kind of more the internal landscape, the theme card for the month. So things um, that might come up, the theme of what, what might appear energetically and what you might experience this coming month. So they're very similar, but they have subtle nuances. So what I have done to kind of make it easier as a podcast is to actually group the um, elements together. So I have the uh, fire signs, so Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. I have the water signs, so Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. I'm going to have the earth signs all together, so that is Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn, and then the air signs, and so that is Gemini, and Libra, and Aquarius. So what you'll want to do, um, obviously you pressed on this one, but just make sure this is the one that has your sign in it, and so there'll be three full reading. So I'm still reading for every uh, Zodiac sign. I've just grouped them in a single episode by element. So let's go ahead and get started on our first Zodiac sign. All right, Gemini, let's start with you here. So your card for this reading is the Knight of Pentacles. That signifies you and your energy in April 2022. Your theme card for April 2022 is the Hierophant. 
what you may be experiencing this month is seven of swords. How you might self-abandon this month is the hanged man and how to self-return and, and come back to yourself is the star card. So right off the hop, we have the hanged man, the hierophant, which is Taurus and the star card, which is Aquarius. And so really kind of seeing some big energy for you this April, meaning some of these themes might be uh, coming with you from March or earlier this year, and they might continue on past April. Um, yeah, so let's get into this. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, Knight of Pentacles is you this month. This is your energy, and I really, really like this for Gemini. I'm a Gemini moon, and Gemini tends to be a really fast paced card, um, kind of up there with Sagittarius. And so, um, but it's more um, where Sagittarius is about their creativity and their passion and their movement in the world being quick. Gemini is that internal space air sign. So their thoughts are quick. Um, yeah, they're just always in their head. Their thoughts and emotions are just quick, quick, quick. Um, and so, and they're learning. <laughs> um, and so I really like the Knight of Pentacles for April for you because this is about a slowdown. Um, this is about you getting really diligent and um, actually planting the seeds of future growth really, really slowly. Uh, this is someone who does a small thing every day. They're very determined. They're very committed. Um, they don't overextend themselves. Um, and they, they move forward one little bit at a time, but because they do, the foundation they build is so strong and it's so grounded. And so I'm seeing that for you you know, I'm going to talk about relationships, but you could apply anything I say in this reading to whatever's coming up for you. It could be work. It could be family. Um, it could be hobbies, business, kids, um, all sorts of things. Right. But, um, with the hair fat card here for the theme, um, this tells me that there is a possible union on the table for you or there's just the idea of marriage um, kind of in your realm, possibly thinking about unions, legal unions. Now, if this isn't a marriage, I sometimes think of a legal union as like an adoption or, you know, it's something where you're signing an agreement with another person coming together with another person. The Hierophant card is about, um, spiritual leadership as well. And so there might be some themes coming forward of maybe you're getting into union with someone who has the potential to be, um, you can both be spiritual leaders. You're both very spiritual, um, but in a more structured way, meaning, um, depending on your spirituality, like this is someone who might lead a congregation, but it's also someone who might lead a meditation class. You know, it depends on your form of spirituality. And this might just be you, but I think these themes of um, whether it's marriage or union or coming together under the law and, and under some sort of spiritual aim um, or becoming a more spiritual leader yourself in a more concrete way, like in the real world, not just in your head, um, but in the real world. Um, so there, just watch for those themes coming forward this month. Um, what you're experiencing is the seven of swords. So this is you, this is what you're experiencing. And the seven of swords is really um, people call it the secrets and the deception and the lying card. Um, but that's a really simplified explanation because what it really is, is someone who's being very strategic about the way they're going about things, um, how they're approaching people, how they're approaching conflict, um, how they're approaching, um, especially conflicted conversations because it's swords and swords is all about your thoughts and your communication um, because it's air, air sign. Um, and air signs are all about talk, 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 right? <laughs> um, and, and their thoughts. So with the seven of swords, 
it's really about experiencing this feeling of finally understanding that there's a that holding something back in a conflicted conversation is you can either call it deceptive or you can call it mindfulness. You can call it having a social filter where you're like, yeah, I shouldn't say that. That's not kind. That's judgmental. That's me trying to change their opinion. Um, rather than just saying, I'm listening, I hear you, um, sort of thing. And, and not coming in with our judgment of it. Um, and so the seven of swords is about really being, um, able to maneuver around conflicts, both in your head and as they come out of your mouth. And because the hierophants here, it could be together where, um, you know, looking at you and then the hierophant and seven of swords all together, this is about actually taking it slow, really working with somebody that say you might want to get married to, or you might want to have a union with, or even your own leadership and how you talk to people, you're taking it slower and you're being more strategic. And I think for some Geminis, what they're experiencing is some aha moments around, you know, that, that, um, good expression and good communication means we do hold things back that we're thinking because actually they're not relevant to our relationship. Like sometimes there are things I think about my partner and I'm like, how important is it that he hears that thought? Um, one of the beautiful moments um, in, in a recent movie I watched was the second, um, what is it? Uh, the second, it's the Harry Potter um, fantastic beasts and where to find them. And, and, um, they have the baker from New York, who's in love with the, the woman who can read minds. And they're kind of in this conflict and they're in this fight. And, um, he says something, you're just being, and then he stops and he doesn't say it, but because she can read his mind, she knows that he was going to say, you're being crazy, which of course is a huge activation and trigger for her being a mind reader. And she gets upset and, and she, she vanishes and, um, the whole show is his pursuit of her and how she kind of leaves him in the lurch at the end. Um, even though she forgave him and wanted him back anyways, you'll have to watch the whole movie, but, um, I love that because his response, he's saying it over and over after she disappears, is, but I didn't say it, but I didn't say it, but I didn't say it. And I think that's a really important experience to remember is not everything in our head is actually how we feel. It's an emotional reaction and not everything we want to say is actually in service of love. And, and the seven of swords is really about being able to strategize and see our way around conflict, especially conflict in our thoughts, what we believe and in our communication. So I really see you experiencing this dynamic going on in yourself where you're maybe starting to see the nuance between, um, and I've been here where and because you have the hanged man, which I'm about to talk about, of martyring ourselves, which is, I'm just like not going to say anything. Um, this is the nuance between I'm allowed to speak up, and I'm I'm being really responsible about having a really good social filter and understanding what is mine to comment on and the things that are not mine to comment on or judge or the thoughts I'm having that actually it's not productive to even say that. Um, and that doesn't deny you. It denies you a reaction to something that might not be your business. Um, and, and that's different. That's different. So let's talk about the hanged man here. 
the hanged man in your self-abandonment. This just means you may be facing situations where you're struggling with um, martyrdom and kind of giving up on yourself. And um, these thoughts that whirl around, like I was saying with the seven of swords is, you know, if I'm silent, am I self-abandoning? Well, that depends. Is it something about you? Is it your truth? You know, um, or is it a judgment of some, what somebody else has said? Um, a question I ask myself a lot is, is, am I sharing my experience or am I sharing my judgment? You know, an experience is saying I felt sad yesterday um, when my boyfriend was late calling. A judgment is my boyfriend doesn't care about me because he was late calling yesterday. Very different things, right, between an experience and and a judgment. Um, so watch yourself with that, that those are different things. And so I think with the hanged man, it's that tendency that yes, we, the healthy thing is to sacrifice our judgment. Um, but martyring ourselves is about sacrificing our experience. Um, so when you're being strategic and you're experiencing these moments of what do I say, how do I maneuver, um, in conversation, um, and really care for the, for the amount of conflict I do like, do not want to have, um, that to bring our experience forward is really important and centered around us. I experienced this. I feel that. Um, but <laughs> um, if we find that we're only telling our judgments, but not our experience, then we're trying to martyr um, us to get them to change their behavior or do something we want them to do or to just look at us as the better person. Often it's like, we just want to be perceived as this amazing person, right? Um, who's, who's just, oh, I'm just giving up everything to make this happen. And you're like, no healthy person that I want to date does that. Um, I don't want a partner that will give up on themselves and their life just to please me. I really don't. <laughs> that would drive me nuts. That would make me too responsible for them. And that's a lot of pressure. So um, if you want to know more about The Hanged Man, um, I have an episode called Martyring. I think it was around March 19th. You can go listen to that. Um, it'll have a lot more about that card. It's an interesting card. Now, the star card is how you come back to yourself. And this is a very Aquarius energy. It's an Aquarius card. And it's all about renewed hope. It always comes after the tower. So you might have experienced a bit of a shakeup and with everything else I talked about, if you're doing these things, then there might be a renewed sense of healing, a renewed sense of hope. There might be more regeneration available. Um, this is about watching your expectations, really letting that go and being able to heal. Like you're you're ready to move forward. You're ready to have hope again. And so the way to come back to yourself is to renew your sense of hope and renew your sense of um, healing. Okay. And really work on healing after a break, uh, breakup or a shakeup or some sort of big breakdown. Right. Um, so again, um, instead of martyring yourself, it's about centering what you hope to happen and centering healing. And I think to really come back to yourself this month, Gemini, just keep asking, is this the path to healing? Is this the path to hope? Um, and let that be, let that be a driving force for you this month. So I'm going to stop it there because I talked a little bit more than I usually do in these 10 to 12 minute ones. And let's move on to Aquarius. All right, Libra, you are next. So your card for April 2022 is the King of Swords. Your theme card is the Eight of Cups. And what you might be experiencing this month is the Two of Swords. Your self-abandonment card is the Judgment card. And how to self-return is the Nine of Pentacles. So 
let's get into this. <laughs> Your card is the King of Swords. So what that is telling me about you and, and your possible energy this month, Libra, is just this sense of being um, really clear headed um, right now. I think that the king has really used his mind to really support him in very successful ways. Um, it's about being able to have this, this strong perspective, this strong sense of, um, of courage and, um, leadership. And, and there's a little bit of even leadership over your mind. It's like, you really are, um, used to, um, or you've cultivated a sense this month where you actually feel like you're seeing things clearly, you're seeing things from a really higher perspective, a very wise perspective. And so you're using your mind to your benefit in the most clearest of ways. So I do feel like this is a good sign for you, Libra. You, you're seeing things clearly. You're stepping up to lead. You're stepping up to talk about what you see. Um, you're really blending the mental with the spirit, I think a little bit, it, it's a little bit like you're using your logic, but you're also kind of using your intuition, you're using your passion and you're doing so in, in really brave ways. And you're seeing possibly with the King of Swords, you're seeing the more simple solutions to things that, that have been complex to you in the past or might appear complex to you. Um, and now it's like, oh no, okay. I see the simplicity of this and how to move ahead. So that's really good. If we're talking about relationships, which you know, I love to do that. Although you can apply this to any part of your life, it feels it resonates with, but if this is about relationship, this is about just you being able to, to see what's going on really clearly to see how to move forward through the complexity, but, but with stepping forward with simplicity through those complex moments and really using your wisdom. So good for you. Um, good for you. Okay. So the eight of swords is the theme this month and the eight of, or sorry, not eight of swords. It's the eight of cups, <laughs> eight of cups for you this month for the theme. And this is about walking away. This is about moving forward. This is about moving on from things. Um, and it doesn't even have to be bad things. Um, it could be wonderful things that you're just moving in a, in a different direction now. Um, again, if this is a relationship, this could just be, a, sometimes this is a breakup card. It doesn't have to be, um, for those of you who are like, no, I always kind of think with these, it's, whenever like, I think you're moving away from this person um, and you're breaking up, it, it doesn't have to be that. Um, this is about moving away from, you know, what was good, what was satisfying and moving into even something even better. Um, you don't know what it will be in the end yet because you haven't gotten there, but you're like with, with the King of Swords, I think these are themes around, yeah, this is good, but how could it be better? you know what I mean, Libra. Um, and so yes, sometimes that means leaving a person, but it could also be, um, abandoning the way you guys used to emotionally connect and moving towards better ways to do that. And um, so it's, it's not always about turning your back on someone or having a breakup or things like that. Um, it can really be about abandoning what used to work for something that might work better and being willing to experiment and move towards that. Um, and I also think there's a little bit of this theme of, of movement. Um, some of you, there might be energy in the air of actually moving and being on the move, um, of, seeing how life has been and like, yeah, okay, life's been, been good, but what could it be? And being willing to take that risk. Now, this is just a theme. It doesn't have to be what will really happen yet, but it's in the air. It's in the air around you. What you might be experiencing, Libra, is the two of swords. So this is really interesting because you seem really clear headed. You seem like you can really see things clearly and use that to your benefit. You, there's these themes about what's going to work better. What can I move towards? that's even better than what I have now. And then you have the two of swords and it's like, whoop, stop in your tracks. Because what you're experiencing is, 
is is a stalemate and and staying still um why are you doing this <laughs> um libra and i mean nobody needs to say this is about someone who's just at a stalemate and doesn't want to make a decision and it it really is about protecting the heart it we can be a little like oof um when we don't know what's coming right and two of swords it has somebody whose whose eyes are covered by a blindfold and they can't see um what's possible around them and so it's really about um protecting ourselves from the unknown that that this is a difficult choice i think you'll be experiencing whatever this is as a difficult decision as something you you fear repeating from the past or it reminds you of hurt in the past and so you get your guard up and you you cover up that big heart of yours because you do have a huge huge heart for your people um, and the people in your life but you cover it up and you kind of go a little cold and and it, it, it's about self-protection and, and and protecting that heart because of things that have happened in the past when it came to making a decision and unknown consequences and unknown results. Um, and I just kind of see you experiencing this stagnancy of not wanting to make a decision, having options and not, not really knowing what to do. And you are just going to have to choose um, eventually the best route forward. But I see you kind of um, being in self-protection mode in this and covering your heart in this. So now your self-abandonment card here is the judgment card. And I do think that this is interesting energy to get in self-abandonment because usually this is about self-realization and about soul searching and about having some new part of you be called out and forward. And the self-abandonment here is saying you're hiding and you're denying yourself and your loved ones all of who you are and all of what you could be and all of what comes natural to you. Um, and there's a shadowiness in this, in the self-abandonment place that see that that says i rather hold on to the pain and i rather hold on to the shadow and i rather hold on to the mask of who i've been than step out and so i think that really goes with that two of swords of what you're experiencing is i just rather protect myself and hold it all in than risk the unknown and risk um people seeing my true nature and really seeing who i am behind the mask and if you're doing that, just know it's a denial of yourself and you can't keep living this way. It hurts your heart legitimately protecting your heart, forcing your heart to cover up. It's just mm, like it hurts your heart. And so um, you can either risk being seen by your loved ones, risk being seen by your person in it and your true nature and letting the mask fall away and letting go of all those shadows um, in your past and all the, all the shadowy stuff you tell yourself about who you are, allowing yourself to just let go. But I see you in this going, no, I don't want to do that. Um, and this really doesn't help people get to know you and it doesn't help um, you really shine and, and come forward into the true calling that is your life. Um, whether that's the true calling of who you could be, um, with, with your people or, you know, who you could be in the world and what you could offer the world. So how do you come back from yourself? Um, and, and for that, I have the nine of pentacles. And I think that that really, really says a lot because the nine of pentacles is all about being self-made, independent, um, and really successful at, um, uh, at, at your personal achievements. You know, often this card is associated, 
um, with entrepreneurship and being really wealthy and well off, um, being who you are and doing your own work in the world. Um, so it's a really cool card to get that says, follow your passion, go do the thing that comes natural to you. Um, in doing so, you will have material satisfaction, but you'll also have spiritual satisfaction. You will have inner peace. Um, you will have contentment and fulfillment with that. Um, and so I think the way you come back from denying your true nature and denying your true calling is to actually step forward and go for it and do the work you need to be doing in the world. I'm really seeing work as a theme here, um, a little bit less love, although you might be applying this to love in the sense of it might be really good for your partner to watch you in your element and doing things and doing the work in the world that really comes natural and actually lets you kind of drop all the other crap um, that you think you are or you thought you wanted to do and you're actually doing the thing you love and you're actually, um, yeah, you're actually pursuing those personal achievements. And sometimes the sexiest thing to do is watch someone in their element, right? I don't know about you guys, but like, to me, that's, that's very sexy and that's very attractive, um, to be able to watch someone in their element, do the thing they're so naturally good at and they're naturally talented at, um, or, I mean, you, it might be skilled too. You might be grow. you might've had to grow those skills, but it, it's what naturally calls to you. Let me put it that way. So that's what I see for you, Libra. And like I said, it's a little, it, yours is actually a little harder to apply to relationships. And so you might just have a partner. Um, some of you may actually be considering a move on from someone you're dating or a relationship in order to pursue um, this. Some of you may be taking your partner with you. Um, and it's, this is just more about you moving forward into something new. Um, and they're just kind of there for the ride. They're there to witness you, right? They're part of your life. So whichever it is, very interesting energy. If you're single, by the way, and, and you're wondering how does this apply to me in terms of relationships as a single Libra, this is just really about, um, you stepping up in and following your calling. And in that, your heart softens and opens. And when your heart softens and opens, that is really attractive. And it can allow you to possibly have um, better relationships, even in the dating realm, even when things don't last. I mean, I have definitely had my years dating and I know that some things don't last more than messaging. Some things don't last more than the first date, et cetera, et cetera. It's not about longevity here. It's about when you open your heart, the possibilities open and you'll be able to see things a lot simpler and you can feel like you don't have to protect your heart so much. And people want to see you shining in your career. They want to see you like I said, it's so attractive and sexy to see someone just doing what comes natural. Um, yeah. So I think it's actually just like a good thing if you're single and you want to be dating or you want to find someone to, um, you might even just find them as you go about this process. So really, really fun stuff. All right, let's move on to Aquarius. All right, Aquarius. So here's your spread for April 2022. All right. So your card this month, so this signifies you, is the Two of Swords. Your theme card is the Three of Wands. What you might be experiencing this month is the Six of Wands. So Wands here. Your Self-Abandonment card is the Ace of Wands. And your self-returning card is the Queen of Cups. So let's get into this. So right off the bat, we have the Two of Swords for you. Um, this is you and your energy. And this is really about being kind of at a stalemate, being at a standstill with yourself, um, out of self-protection, out of 
heart protection. I feel like maybe you're in this zone where there's maybe a decision on the table, um, or you're kind of at oppositions with somebody, you know, I love to talk about relationships. This could apply with work. This can be your health. This can be all sorts of things in your life, but often talk about it in terms of relationships. So feel free to apply it elsewhere. Um, but if this is a relationship, this is really about being at opposition to the point where you just feel like you're not sure what the best route is. You know, you're not sure um, what to do. And so you're sitting in this kind of stalemate, possibly with a partner or someone you're dating, or even just in your dating life in general. If, you know, there's there's no buddy or no people you're dating at the moment. Um, it, it's really just being at a standstill because you don't really want to choose a course because you're in self-protection mode, because you have been hurt before by the way people talk to you, by the way you've talked to them, right? Source, communication, air, energy. Um, but also you've been really hurt by the thoughts and judgments of others. Um, and also you have hurt others with your thoughts and your judgment. And so all of these things, all of these old thoughts, um, all of these old memories are really going, Ooh, I just need to protect my heart here. So I'm seeing you at a bit of a crossroads where you're not sure what to do at the moment. You feel like you're at a standstill. Now, this is really interesting energy because the theme of the month is three of wands. And this is a standstill card as well. Um, this is somebody who is, um, kind of grounded on the shoreline. Maybe they've, they've done a lot of work. They feel like they've done everything that they can do here. And, um, and, but they've done their best. Um, so some of the themes might be about how prepared are you? Um, and how prepared have you gotten? Um, and what have you done to ground yourself and what have you done to, um, um, really, prepare your spirit for what's coming and what could come out of this. Um, and so if this is a relationship, then these are themes of, of waiting, um, waiting to come together, waiting to find the right person, um, waiting to, to, to move towards each other. Um, or, or merge spirits, just waiting, waiting. And, it's expectant waiting though. Um, because it, the card is really about somebody, you know, standing on the shoreline and watching what like ships that are coming in and watching and looking at what's available and what, what might be arriving. Um, but it is somebody who's prepared and preparing. So maybe asking yourself, how have I prepared as a person? for what's coming, whether that's the next iteration of a serious relationship or marriage, whether that's um, preparing to date again, um, or things on that realm, or again, apply it to whatever part of life this feels like it's resonating. But I think some of the themes are, how have you been preparing yourself? Have you even done that? Okay, because how you prepare um, for the long term is going to alter what arrives for you and what you're going to experience. And so, um, yeah, just pay attention to how you've resourced yourself, right? Um, when I think about relationships, I think about, um, am I taking care of myself, um, am I taking care of my spirit, my body, my mind, all those things, but also have I even learned about relationships? You know, have I read some books that I feel are really, you know, nuanced and accepting? Have I, have I ever done any kind of healing work with one-on-one -on -one support with someone who can help me heal 
past relationships? Um, how have you resourced yourself, Aquarius? Um, if you've done that, great. Then this is really you waiting to see what's going to happen now that you step off and you're waiting for the unknown and you're waiting for what's arriving. If you're like, oh my goodness, I've never done those things. Then this might be the theme of you're going to see what result that has. And it might be an instigator for you to actually start showing up to yourself and doing the things you need to do to succeed. Now, why do I say that? Because you have the six of wands and what you're experiencing. And this, again, it's another wands. And so six of wands is this person who is exalted. You know, they're riding in on a horse or they're on a stage and their arms are up in success. And so what you might be experiencing this month is, is kind of finally being seen for what you're capable of and being, being seen in general, just, and this can be in a great way, like your accomplishments, your success, your leadership, or this could be in a more spirit driven way of, I'm going to bear my soul to you. Um, I'm going to bear my spirit to you. I'm going to be vulnerable, um, in a way that's just really inspiring to the person I'm sharing it with or the people I'm sharing it with. And so you might be experiencing moments this month where you actually feel really good being seen and sharing who you are and sharing what you've accomplished and actually that that might inspire the person you're with or the people you're with or the people you're going to date when you just show up in all that you are. And so I really, really hope that's true. If the three of wands is really denoting and, and the, uh, the, the moment was like, yeah, I'm not resourced. Like I'm not even ready. Um, this is like, <laughs> how do I say this? Um, I'm trying to think of an analogy here between the three of wands and six of wands um, the, the three of wands, um, in mind, she's a surfer. Um, and so this is the idea of like the waves come, but you don't have the surfboard. So some of you might have the surfboard. You've done the work you've prepared yourself for this. You've been healing, um, and you've been, um, you've been using your community to heal. You've been, you've been resourced, you've been supported and now you're ready and things are arriving. If, if you're the person who feels like, Oh crap, I didn't get a surf surfboard. I didn't prepare for this. Um, then I think what the six of wands is saying is that it's time to show up and succeed at being seen. And so again, this might be about investing in support, um, and this might be about somehow finding a way to be seen. I know for me, um, my poetry actually does better at expressing how I feel, not how I want to communicate, but how I, I truly feel than, um, me just verbally saying it. And so six of wands is about just doing what we're successful at to be seen you know, doing it in a way where people can support us and celebrate us. Um, that's really cool. And I, I love that that's what you're, you might experience this month is, is truly the feeling and the experience of being seen and in being seen, being celebrated, that that is a success. All right. So your self-abandonment card this month though, is the Ace of Wands. Now, the Ace of Wands is usually about insight. It, it's divine inspiration, right? It's spirit and the third eye and all those things. So when it's in a position like self-abandonment, this is actually about having your third eye really blocked and about feeling uninspired. Um, and just your mind, your spirit, your sense of inspiration, creativity, movement, it all feels unfocused. It all feels blocked. It all feels uninspired. And so 
um, the way you might abandon yourself this month is just to continue to push and push and push um, to the point of burnout where you're trying to force inspiration. You're trying to force yourself through some creative blocks. You're trying to force yourself to be inspired. You don't need to do this. You definitely don't. And I'm going to tell you why in a second. Um, But this is about, this isn't about abandoning your spiritual practices and spiritually cleansing yourself. uh, Because I love the Ace of Wands for that. But this is about thinking that that's all you need to do. Um, and as we saw with the three of wands, we, we actually need to be resourced, um, that to have an aha moment and have a realization is half the battle and be inspired to do something is half the battle, but then actually doing it is the actual work that changes things. Um, and so, this might be someone who completely relies on their third eye spirituality and doesn't get really, um, doesn't get emotional support or doesn't get practical support. Um, I know we can get caught up in thinking our spirituality, um, can tide us through. And I think that's very true. I think it's a great foundation. Um, but there are just some things that we need practical support in. Um, and if you're feeling really uninspired or there's a block that's happening there and you're burning out every time you try, it's like every time you get inspired, you try to work on this thing and then you get burnt out and then nothing really comes from it. Um, and that's just not a good use of your energy Aquarius. Um, and so I think, um, let's talk about how to come back to yourself. Um, and this is why I say it might not be working is you have the queen of cups in how to return to yourself. And this is about emotional intelligence. The queen of cups super understands emotions. She's very compassionate. Uh, she leads with her heart and she heals her emotions by experiencing her emotions, by sitting in them, by being with them, by learning about them, by not denying them or not shoving them off. Um, Every human has so many emotions. I mean, we have named a core six or seven, but off of that six or seven, we have hundreds of emotions. So how often are you experiencing or naming those emotions as you're in them? Um, And so I think the Queen of Cups is really here to say, that in order to come back to yourself, you need to learn to sit in your emotions and be at peace that you're having them and really um, work on your emotional intelligence and your emotional healing and your emotional sensitivity and to be a calm person in the face of emotions as well, because that is a real skill to grow and practice and get support to grow is can I be with my own emotions and not push them away and name them and be in them, not, not act them out, be in them, feel them. Right. And can I sit when someone else is in their emotions and just be in the face of it. Right. And be really sensitive to it in the sense that, I can sense they're having this emotion and I can sense it's not the time to say anything, but to just be here and be with the minute, um, not feel it for them, but just be with them in it. So I think I see a lot of emotional healing possible when it comes to coming back to yourself. I really think this is about preparing yourself to, to really be seen in a bigger way than you've thought possible. And when I think about what you're experiencing with the two of swords of protecting your heart, yeah, vulnerability is effing scary. Um, and it will put anybody into protection mode. So get yourself resourced to get that support so you can be seen, work on being with your emotions. And, um, that's your April. It's, that's big healing energy for you. Um, Aquarians, All right. That is it for my beautiful air signs. I really hope you got a lot out of this. Um, These felt 
like they were a couple minutes longer than the other ones. Um, but there's some big cards coming through and I was just flowing. So, um, happy April. Uh, do make sure you come back. I highly recommend you kind of set a note in your phone or, um, kind of on your schedule to re-listen to this, whether it's on the weekend, every weekend in April, or maybe on the 15th and the 30th, just to come back to remind yourself of this energy to keep really considering the guidance and the things that come up for you when you listen. Um, I think that's, that's highly supportive. You can even use it as a uh, journaling prompt on the weekend through April to really just journal out everything that comes up each week as you listen. And then really go over what you journaled for the month at the end of the month to really see what themes are coming through and what patterns are coming through for you. So if you know an air sign, I'd super appreciate if you pass this along. Um, I am just loving the support and it really helps me um, get this out and serve more people so more people can have these kind of beautiful um, spiritual practices in their ears. And uh, yeah, I always appreciate that you're here with me, helping me um, pull tarot in my home and being with me while I do that. And uh, hopefully you're doing a little at-home practice too. I hope it's inspiring you. And that's it. So I will let you go, but I will be back tomorrow for our usual daily um, spiritual practice. And uh, yeah, I can't wait. All right. I care about you. Thanks for stopping in and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to JennaDale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then. Thank you.